0: when you go to the website, hollywoodtakeover.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Right, news Roundup Information Overload Hour, 800 sean if you want to be a part of the program. So uh, we have the largest bank collapse since 2008 uh, in this country, 16th largest bank in the country. Uh, then, of course, we have this, you know, uh, of this Biden bank run panic going on around the country. Regulators on Sunday saying that. The New York-based Signature Bank is being shut down to protect consumers and financial systems following the collapse of uh, SVB, the California Silicon Valley Bank. Uh, and, you know, go back to Janet Yellen. What did she say? Oh, that's right. She said that we're not going to have a bailout of the Silicon Valley Bank. And Joe Biden, uh, in fact, has gone on record promising that there'll be a full Payout out to everybody, regardless of whether you have more than $250,000, which is the FDIC insurance limit. Anyway, uh, here's what Joe Biden said earlier today.
1: And finally, we must reduce the risk of this happening again. During the Obama-Biden administration, we put in place tough requirements on banks like Silicon Valley Bank and Signature Bank, including the Dodd-Frank law to make sure that the crisis we saw in 2008 would not happen again. Unfortunately, the last administration rolled back some of these requirements. Uh,
0: You know, I I noticed that he very, very cleverly decided to leave out the fact that the Dodd-Frank Act author in 2017, one of them was Barney Frank. And the same Barney Frank wrote an op-ed to CNBC that he had issues with the reform bill, but he supported raising the $50 billion asset level at which uh, a bank uh, becomes subject to the extra supervision of Financial Stability Oversight Council. And lo and behold, what have we learned? That Barney Frank sits on the board of this bank. I'm sure it's just a mere coincidence that maybe he himself would benefit from such a thing, but, but that's what's happened. But if you look at every single issue that has come up, By the Biden administration, be it the border, uh, be it the the Chinese spy balloon, be it the Russian aggression, immigration, inflation, East Palestine, uh, the refugee program, budget deficits, bank failures. It's always it's always Donald Trump's fault. Never. No, never. Joe Biden's fault. Listen.
2: We must repair the damage that was done by the last administration, the mismanagement that was done by the last administration. There's a bit of a different tactic, a bit of a different approach, and that's probably why
1: President Biden and not his predecessor was able to rally the world and the global community in taking steps against, uh, against Russia's aggression.
2: We were able to determine that China has a high altitude balloon program for intelligence collection that's connected to the People's Liberation Army. It was operating during the previous administration, but they did not detect it. We detected it. We tracked it. The president inherited a mess because of what the last administration did. They inherited it. We inherited a mess. And, uh, you know, Republicans in Congress made it worse by blocking comprehensive immigration reform.
1: taking blame for inflation? No. Why not? Because it was already there when I got here, man.
0: Tragically, former President Trump slashed our international assistance to Guatemala, El Salvador, and Honduras, slash the resources that we were contributing to address the root causes of irregular migration.
3: It sounds like you're talking about Trump, and then you said, I need your help.
1: How can he help?
3: Well, one thing he could do is uh, uh, express support
1: for reversing the deregulation uh, that uh, happened on his watch. To resettle thousands of Afghans who ultimately qualify for refugee status. The United States will do our part. And we are already working closely with refugee organizations to rebuild All right, the I system. I can leave
0: this on forever and just keep playing it. By the way, you know, Barney Frank supported this this legislative change, which Joe Biden had over two years to change back if he wanted to. Never mind the fact that Barney Frank himself, Dodd Frank himself, uh, because he was serving on the board of directors of Signature Bank, which would no longer be subject to the regulations that he himself created if the asset threshold was lowered. Oh, but it's, not, it's it has nothing to do with, the, the, again, the dog bites the beast, things you're feeling sad, just blame Trump. Uh, some other notes here, uh, Silicon Valley, bank CEO happened to sell 3.5 million in shares only two weeks before the bank's collapse. Uh, apparently the night before the collapse, uh, they had a big party, uh, the Silicon Valley bank. Uh, and uh, anyway, they were eating and partying and having a, a great time at Perry Steakhouse and grill in downtown Austin, a short walk from the convention center that hosts uh, South by Southwest and Anyway, one of the uh, a partner of, of the defense investment firm, Marquis Ventures, said he ordered the house specialty pork chop. I was expecting that SVB, you know, folks would address the elephant in the room and nobody said a thing about it. And by the way, I can add to that Silicon Valley Bank employees received their annual bonuses Friday, only hours before regulators seized the bank. How convenient all these things happen at once. Anyway, here to help sort it out, Steve Moore, economist, author of the bestseller, Trumponomics. E.J. Antoni is with us, research fellow, regional economic center for data analysis. All right, Steve, why don't you give us a broad overview of what we're witnessing, uh, the impact of of these two banks, but more importantly, you know, this is now uh, reverberating worldwide in terms of economies and what impact that the Biden economic and energy policies played in this.
4: Well, let me start by saying that I'm just absolutely fuming by those quotes that you just played by Biden administration officials and the president himself, always blaming Trump for every catastrophe that's happened in the two years this man has been president. We didn't have an out-of-control border when Trump was president. We didn't have an inflation problem when Trump was president. We didn't have rising interest rates when president and Sean, we didn't have any bank failures. Do you remember any bank failures under Donald Trump? Not one. Not one. So here he goes again. Look, this is uh, a result. Let's talk about why it's happening. And I think the major factor is something we've talked about week after week after week on your show, that we have a president who is the most financially reckless president in American history with six to seven trillion dollars added to our debt, which has necessitated the Fed to raise interest rates, I think, eight times with a couple more rate hikes to come. And this has caused chaos in the in the banking system. So when he's blaming uh, Trump for things that happened four years ago, this is a direct result of the higher interest rates, the higher inflation that Biden took on. And one other quick point, before you turn to E.J., which is that um, you look at the budget that uh, Biden came out with last week, it is an atrocity. If you think we got financial problems now, if you increase those capital gains taxes, corporate taxes, small business taxes, it will cause uh, an incredible uh, sell-off in
3: stocks like we've never seen before in history.
0: I agree completely. E.J., let's get your overall view of this.
3: Well, Sean, I think it's one thing for people in the administration to say that this is all Trump's fault and that the president inherited a mess. But let's see what the numbers actually say. According to the numbers, Biden inherited an economy that was growing at an annualized rate of $1.5 trillion a year. He said inflation was already here when I got there, man. It was 1.4%. Somehow he managed to drive it up to 9.1% in a year and a half. Prices were rising 1.3% in a single month. That's almost as fast as they did the entire year before he became president. I mean, the idea that somehow he inherited all these messes just doesn't stand up to the facts. And furthermore, the regulations which Trump rolled back which Barney Frank uh, apparently signed off on those changes, you know, those changes actually probably would not have impacted Silicon Valley Bank because they didn't deal with the the risk of the individual bank collapsing so much as they dealt with the systemic risk that the bank collapsing posed on the rest of the financial system. In other words, how many other dominoes would fall if this bank collapsed? And the answer to that is probably zero. So those regulations probably wouldn't have anything
0: anyway and one other thing we learned is the silicon valley bank committed five billion dollars in sustainable finance and carbon neutral operations to support a healthier uh, planet um i'm kind of guessing steve that maybe they wish at this point that they didn't uh invest that money uh um, by the way i would assume jim cramer who urged viewers to buy silicon valley bank stock last month uh, well, is he going to be held responsible for his horrific advice? Not that I would ever pay attention to a thing he says. Um, now we're talking about to what, to what extent Steve has the, the Biden handling of the inflation that they caused and the rising interest rates. Now they, they had, they had put a, a fortune in 10 year treasury notes yes. and, that pay very y- low yields Not expecting that interest rates would rise as rapidly as they have. Now, some are even predicting that in spite of what Jerome Powell said last week, we should expect a, a major increase in interest rates yet again, that this could cause him to maybe even drop rates as a result because the damage is so great.
4: Yeah, the, this puts the Fed in a really tough position right now because the purpose of the Fed is really to hold inflation down and have a stable dollar. And yet now they've got this uh, you know, potential financial crisis. And by the way, I, I don't think that there's going to be a major bank run on major banks right now. So I, I want people to relax about that. But I do think I don't know, I don't remember whether you played the clip of Biden saying, don't worry, taxpayers, this bailout isn't going to cost you a penny. Sean, do you believe that for one minute?
0: Not for one second. <laughs> because because then you'd have to ask the next question, if we're not going to pay for it, who is?
4: Who is? Exactly. So I guarantee you it's going to be middle class, folks. I'm against bailouts. Look, people who put have these uninsured uh, you know, deposits, they shouldn't run to the taxpayers for a bailout here. Um, and you're exactly right. This circles back to the massive increase in interest rates, again, which was associated with this. I, I said so many times <laughs> on your show, you, this story is not going to have a happy ending of Biden uh, borrowing trillions and trillions and trillions of dollars, his new budget. And I love the way you explained this, Sean. You did it so well in terms of the cost on investing if under the Biden tax plan. The only thing that you let, left out was that you're, you're right. If you have a capital gain and you haven't taken it, they're going to tax you but if you have a capital loss they're not going to let you deduct that from your taxes how crazy is that
0: well let me ask you cuz we had a caller a really smart caller in the last hour i think from Iowa who raised the question okay well what does that mean if you have a capital gains uh capital gain in your 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 property now i would argue when you get the final legislation we've not seen anything in writing yet that that pro- probably people's primary residents have to be exempt. I've got to imagine that farmers and ranchers have to be exempt. But what about people that own a second home? Let's say they own a second home in Florida that's doubled in value. Uh, are they going to have to kick in fifty, a hundred thousand dollars in unrealized capital gains?
4: Yeah, where are they going to get the money? <laughs> Remember, they don't have the cash to pay the tax, Sean. Uh,
0: think of think of the ripple effect on the on the, now on the housing market again, which is already being hit hard, except for states that have a massive migration into them
4: well well put and i mean it, it just it feels like we have a president i have a piece on foxnews.com that has declared war on american business everything he's is doing is making american businesses less competitive and who is the beneficiary of this sean china mexico india japan
3: all of our rivals
0: what is the answer how should this be handled dj
3: Oh, it's very simple. The people who took these risks knew the risks they were taking, and they should bear the consequences of of their actions, right? If, If these banks fail then they are on the hook for that. There's no reason why the taxpayer needs to step in and backstop this. And and you guys are absolutely right. The idea that the taxpayer is not going to be on the hook for this, that, that's completely laughable. If the FDIC actually had the money to pay all of these depositors, which is what the president claims, but if that were true, then the Federal Reserve would not have needed to set up a $25 billion fund overnight in order to backstop it. They know they don't have the money to to pay all these people that's why they had to do that
0: all right quick break more with our economist steve moore and ej uh antoni straight ahead as we continue All right, when is the last time you checked the legal title to your home? Now, what if your home's title, that's the legal document that proves you own your home, is in some criminal's name? Well, if it is, that's called home title theft. Everybody's home title is online, and we have criminals all over the world that will forge your signature, and basically it's a race against time to stop them before they take out loans against your home, or even worse, sell your home. Now, my partners at Home Title Lock, they demonstrated how criminals can do it, now, they found the title to Linda's home online, forged her signature, stating that she sold them her home when she did not. Now, some criminal was now the owner, and that's the reality. So how do you know some criminal hasn't taken over the title to your home? Well, you can find out for free with sign-up when you use the promo code SEAN, S-E-A-N, and go to HometitleLock.com. That's HometitleLock.com, promo code Shawn and your first 30 days of protection are free. Now, to date, HealthLock has helped its members save over, get this, $130 million. Bottom line is, insurance alone is not enough. Now, to save, just go to HealthLock.com. That's one word, HealthLock.com. Do it today before you see another healthcare provider. Now, to date, HealthLock has helped its members save over, get this, $130 million. Bottom line is, insurance alone is not enough. Now, to save, just go to HealthLock.com. That's one word, HealthLock.com. Do it today before you see another healthcare provider. Hey, everybody, your friend Sean Hannity here with a message that is all about your safety. Now, when it comes to protecting yourself, your loved ones, Well, it's not about having a firearm. It's about understanding the continuum of force philosophy. Now, picture this. A situation arises where you or a loved one are threatened. Now, instinct may drive you to reach for a lethal means immediately. Now, what if there was a way to effectively defend yourself, de-escalate a situation, Just go to burner.com slash Hannity. Right now, you'll get 10% off. That's B-Y-R-N-A dot com slash Hannity. All right, we continue with uh, economist Steve Moore and economist E.J. Antony, both, by the way, with the Heritage Foundation. These are uncharted waters, and we don't know what the end financial fallout is going to end up being, Uh, Steve Moore. uh, However, don't most people that have $250,000 or way more than that, don't they put $225,000 in one bank and another 225000 in a different bank on purpose? Yeah, well, if they
4: sm- if they are smart, they'll do that. And people, look, if people take these risks, then they should pay the cost of this. I'm, I'm sick and tired of taxpayers. Aren't you, Sean, of always the taxpayers, the ones who get screwed by these government policies that have gone awry? And here we go again. You know, we've, we've borrowed... A, and, and by the way, the, the, the banking industry is the most... Uh, regulated industry in America. The idea that this is due to deregulation is, is just crazy. It's a result of a government in Washington that is completely out of control. Nobody knows anything about business in this administration and they
0: hate business, frankly, it's really, these are scary times. I don't know. I don't know how this is going to end. I really don't. And, uh, the fact that it could end far worse than we're thinking today scares me. Am I wrong to be scared? Yes or no, Steve?
4: We're not wrong to be afraid. We should be afraid.
0: DJ, yes. Am I wrong or right?
3: No, no. I, I think you're absolutely right. This is Cylindra
0: on steroids. That's that's that 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 says it all. Uh, anyway, guys, thank you both. Appreciate it. Um, I'm urging all of you out there: talk to people you trust, financial advisors you trust, and I would do it often. 941 uh, Sean. If you want to be a part of the program, there's certain patterns that always emerge during moments of crisis. And one of the patterns is the language that is used by either the media mob uh, or the administration, or usually they, they kind of use the same words because they're in sync with each other anyway. Um, so, for example, Joe Biden said, our banking system is safe. Janet Yellen said, our banking system is really safe and resilient. And the head of the OMB Office of Management Budget, uh, Shalanda Young, says our banking system is resilient and secure. They all say the same thing. Listen.
1: I'm going to ask Congress and the banking regulators to strengthen the rules for banks to make it less likely this kind of bank failure would happen again and to protect American jobs and small businesses. Look, the bottom line is this. Americans can rest assured that our banking system is safe. Your deposits are safe.
5: So you can tell the American people this morning, because I think this has caused a lot of concern, that the U.S. banking system is safe and secure.
3: I think the, the voice here uh, is our treasury secretary, who is our lead in working with regulators. That's the appropriate uh, person uh, we should listen to here and who's tracking this the most closely. Um, But again, what I will say is after the financial crisis, the reforms put in place um, have given regulators more tools um, and our system uh, is more resilient uh, and the foundation
0: stronger because of it.
5: That The American banking system is really um, safe and well capitalized. It's resilient.
0: And by the way, after the announcement of the bailout by Biden earlier today, totally contradicts Janet Yellen saying the American banking system is... there is not going to see a bailout of Silicon Valley Bank. Well, that was yesterday. Why, why be consistent from day to day?
1: United Kingdom has said that the government there has ruled out a bailout of the UK arm of Silicon Valley Bank. Have you also ruled out that kind of government intervention?
5: Well, let me be clear that um, during the financial crisis, um, there were um, investors um, and owners of systemic large banks that were bailed out. And we're certainly not looking. And uh, the reforms that have been in, put in place means that we're not going to do that again. But we are concerned about depositors and are focused on uh, trying to meet their needs.
0: Uh, all right, let's get to uh our busy, busy telephones. Oh, our friend Joe and Ella Jay is there. Joe, how are you, my friend?
6: Sean, you're great. You're a television and radio show. And everywhere I go, people say they listen to you. You're the best taxpayer and small business champion in history. And you're going to lead the Republicans to a huge win. And in my opinion, and I don't think we ought to bail any banks out with taxpayer money, but I think when the polls start showing that the Republicans are going to win, which I think they'll win big, I think that will drive up the stock market. So I'm extremely optimistic and. Thank God for John
0: Hannity. Well, I appreciate your vote of competence, but you can see what's happening. Uh, We'll have Joe Tacopina, the president's attorney on tonight. Uh, Clearly, they want to go back seven years and find some what would normally be at best misdemeanor and and bring charges against Donald Trump. I think they want to do it in Fulton County, where you live in Georgia. Uh, And God only knows, you know, what other things people have in mind. I have no idea. So well, that, that that's not what the mob wants. That's not what politicians and the swamp creatures want.
6: North Georgia well, County that I'm talking to. They're all fired up about Trump, so we're and you're gonna bring us through, Sean. Got total confidence in you.
0: I appreciate your kind words, Big Joe. Thank you, my friend. Eight hundred nine four one Sean, if you want to be a part of the program. Uh let's say hi to Terrell, how are you from Louisiana? What's up, Terrell?
5: Yes, sir. It's just, it is, It is Terrell. Uh, Mr. Hannity, uh, greetings to you. I want to commend you and others in and Fox News and the, and the other people that y'all bring together to bring actual news to the public so we can actually see the information that we need to know about going on here. Uh, I had made it clear some people that I've spoken with before that all these people who are making genuine attempts to overthrow the American system of government, uh that's they're all in sync together like you mentioned they're all working towards that what they don't understand is and some people call it karma some people call it either heaven or hell there's a price to be paid for all these things that they're doing that are actually criminal in nature and selfish in nature uh because they don't they don't care about other people they care about making sure i've got my own I'm, i've taken care of myself I'm de- I'm working with other people that are helping me to do the same thing and if they get some of theirs also, as long as we're on the same path and doing the same thing, which is to subjugate other people, uh and to make sure that we're taken care of, then I have a problem with that. But they they will pay for it. Uh obviously we want to see them pay for it now while they're here on this earth. Uh we don't want them to continue getting away with what they're doing that causes harm to you know you know, small-income people like myself and other people in other states around the country. Uh, but, again, I commend you. I commend the rest of the people at Fox, uh, the people behind the scenes, people in other news organizations that actually bring news, real information to us so that we can actually research it, see it, make sure it's correct, and see what actually is happening. Um, Uh, Here's
0: here's my worry and here's my fear. And I I think it's rooted in reality is, look, Democrats now have have dominated with their wokeness, if you will, and the indoctrination of our kids. And it's been going on for decades. So more and more kids, unfortunately. Come out of school. Uh, they never got the quality education that they should have gotten. And they end up, you know, believing in the, the phony promises, uh, and the false security of socialism. And there's, there's a big part of the country that actually buys into all of this. And that it, it's, it's bigger than winning in the arena of ideas. Elections now have changed dramatically how we, how we govern elections in the country. I think France had it right. You know, they they experimented with other systems of of voting and then went back to paper ballots. I think that's something we all ought to consider doing as well. But in the meantime, you got to deal with the system you have. That's why I'm urging Republicans to get over that reluctance and resistance about early voting and voting by mail. And secondly, I'm I'm urging everybody to understand that every state that has a legal ballot harvesting law uh, that, Republicans better match and hopefully surpass the efforts of Democrats because that's what they're focused on They're not out there saying we've got better ideas than Republicans they're they're in the ballot harvesting business and they're in the negative ads business. They're not kissing babies shaking hands doing town halls doing press avails no they're they're hiding most of the time and that strategy sadly is working so Republicans they, they've got to catch up and understand this is the current system as it is, And then hopefully when we win enough elections, then we'd be able to change the system to one that has, in my view, more integrity and would result in way more confidence in the results. And that is make voting, uh, make Election Day a national holiday in every precinct in the country of people, observers from every party watching the the voting take place. And then when the the, when the polls close, watch the vote counting take place and watch a winner declared uh, right there and then. It's really that simple. It's not that complicated, but they make it complicated. They want it complicated. That's why they don't want voter ID laws. That's why they don't want signature verification. That's why they don't even, ever talk about uh, chain of custody controls or updated voter rolls. Uh, there's a reason for it because they think it's to their advantage not to have any of that. Uh, but I think it's the most fair by by far. Uh, anyway, I appreciate the call. Joe is in Florida. Joe, how are you? Glad you called. Hey, Sean
6: um hey i'm honored to uh, talk to you today it's been uh, i've been listening to you for 15 years probably uh, uh i'm from Northport, a little town called Northport, right up there by you but never lived down here in florida oh, um
0: by the way you were smart to move good decision how long ago did you move down there
6: i moved down here 30 years ago so a lot a lot has
0: changed I let me ask let me ask you a question what part of florida are you in
6: i'm in south florida
0: south florida okay now did you buy a home when you moved down there uh, shortly after, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Quick question. Just give me a percentage. How much percentage wise has your home value increased since you moved there thirty years ago?
6: I bought my house for ninety thousand, and it's worth five hundred thousand probably.
0: Ah, that's a terrible investment. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> that's a great investment for you, John. I'm happy for you.
6: Yeah. No, it's it's good. I mean, I feel bad for my Long Island friends that pay so much in tax for everybody up there, but that's the way it goes, you know.
0: Well, if we stupidly choose to stay, you know, I have obligations that keep me here, but uh, hopefully well, that'll come to an end soon. You
6: know, I, I look at it this way. For everybody that moves out, somebody's moving in, right? So somebody's coming in from somewhere. So, you know, I mean, it's just a change of hands. Florida's been great. I've loved it here for 30 years. We have a great governor right now who possibly might run for president. Um, I hope, I don't know if he will. I don't know if he won't, but if he does, I give him all, all of my support. Um but my my call was basically about uh, frustration with everything Biden has done since day one i I tragically I lost my wife during the covid uh beginnings. Of, oh
0: no, I'm so sorry,
6: thank you, and she actually passed away the day after election day and so I disconnected myself from everything prior to that. I was a very big trump supporter um and I still am. But now with the election of Biden, which again, I, I think was totally stolen. I can't have proof of that, but I feel that that was stolen the way things went. Uh, they elected Fetterman. All these elections I cannot trust any longer. I'm totally frustrated with inflation since I lost my wife's salary now. I do have trouble paying my mortgage and bills. Um, and it's been a little over two years and I've been just eating away at my bank account due to joe biden's inflation and everything the democrats have done to suppress anybody that talks against them our media is told well, not you guys of course but our media is totally against us they're all in for the democrats and everything they're selling i just cannot put up with this any longer and that's the
0: reason well I- that's why elections matter let, let, let me just let me just back up one second here yes they didn't they, they used took advantage of covid states that had very specific laws that partisan observers watch the vote count that didn't happen constitution of pennsylvania was completely ignored because it has very limited uh specific examples of how people can vote by mail uh rather than do a constitutional amendment as the law would require they they pass legislation and not a different, not that big a different story in Wisconsin. Um, all things that I talked about. Uh, as far as you struggling a little bit with, with your mortgage and your rent and knowing a little bit now about the equity in your home, you might, when interest rates are right, consider, and I'm not a financial advisor, talk to your financial guy or somebody you trust in finances about maybe taking out a little bit of a home equity uh, loan taking a little equity out of that to take that stress off you in terms of your monthly mortgage, just an idea, just a thought okay
6: yes sir we we looked into things like that, sure, but that you know that's not really my main concern i'm I'm just truly concerned for our country because of the i i was, my first vote ever was for Ronald Reagan and then I became a conservative from then on, and now i'm not even affiliated with the party at all I don't really love the Republicans, but I cannot stomach the democrats and everything that they sell to us it's just not right and you can see it every day and the things biden fails to do in his cabinet and everyone that he's put in charge of anything they fail they're all failures when when trump was elected we had positive all positive and he made us feel positive about our country we down here in florida you could not go anywhere without seeing trump flags every place and this is why i'm frustrated about the election there's no way that they could have legitimately won this election the way from my eyes, from what I saw down here. Okay. We took a trip to Mar-a-Lago once and it was just like lines and lines and lines of people.
0: Um, I, I hear everything you're saying and just the constraints of time. I'm, I'm running up against the clock here uh, and I could talk to you all day, Joe, hang in there. We're going to fix this. Americans always do. All right. That's going to wrap things up for today. We, uh, we've got a great Hannity tonight, nine Eastern on the Fox news channel. We are going to break down exactly what is going on and why it happened and what the fix really should be with our economic experts tonight. It's all coming up 9 Eastern on Hannity on the Fox News channel, including Larry Kudlow, including Charles Payne, including Stephen Moore. Uh, then we're going to look into all of these reports that it looks like New York wants to indict Donald Trump. Well, Donald Trump's attorney, Joe Tacopino, will join us. Uh, the great one, Mark Levin, uh, he'll join us tonight. I'll weigh in on all of this. And Congressman Comer has an update on the investigation into the Bidens, which, of course, we know the FBI had Hunter Biden's laptop since, what, December 2019. And they have done since then next to nothing with it. All right. All that tonight, 9 Eastern, Hannity, Fox News, Set Your DVR. We'll see you tonight. Back here tomorrow. Thank you for making this show possible. Now, don't miss the most important documentary about Hollywood yet. And for a limited time, you can watch the first 10 minutes for free at HollywoodTakeover.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N.